Welcome, everybody, to the Bakery Bears radio show. My name's Dan. And my name's Kay. And we are back, and it's Boxing Day. My goodness, I know. yes. Did you have a nice Christmas? I did, thank you. What about all of you at home? Were you asking me then? I was <laughs> asking you first, and then I was moving on to everybody at home. Now, well, I it kind of still is Christmas, isn't it, right of now? It is. Of course it is. Yes. Are you having a yes. nice Christmas? Do you know what? You've is hit, what we should have said? You've hit on something that I cannot stand, and that is when people do what I just did. Yeah. The day after Christmas, yeah, they say, yeah. did you have a nice Christmas? Yeah. I don't know, it's not finished yet. No. <laughs> No, it hasn't, and I don't think... I mean, Christmas doesn't really finish until New Year's Eve, I think, and then that's... If you listen to... To me, anyway. Charles Dickens and Scrooge. Yeah. You should keep the spirit of Christmas the whole year through. Absolutely. Oh, yes. Now, today, in my life care, I don't know about you, traditionally, on Boxing Day, the family went for a walk. That's what we did. Right. Yeah, always a nice long walk. I tell you what we sometimes used to go. Mm-hmm. Sheep wash. Oh, lovely. So we drive from Asking Brian in York Gosh, to the sheep wash. That's but a bit of a drive. It is, it is. We go to other places too, but the sheep wash, I remember vividly doing that. Was there many people there on Boxing Day? It's massively popular. Really? Right. Destination. Walking off Christmas lunches. That is exactly what it is. So perhaps today we will join you on a Christmas walk, or more likely, maybe you're relaxing in your chair, yes. recovering from yesterday. <laughs> or still enjoying the festivities. Yes. Oh, indeed. Well, that goes without saying oh are you having leftovers today oh we are best oh yes Neil this time of year I start to get stressed about tv programs do you and I'll tell you why because the onus is always on me to find good stuff to watch quite right and it's an onus I'm quite happy to take and in this world of streaming and and you know things being everywhere it's often quite difficult, I think, to sort of keep up with where to find mm. your favourite programmes. So what we're going to do today is we're going to break down what are ultimate, what are the ingredients to our perfect TV show. And in the process of doing that, we'll pick up on some of the things that we've loved yep. over the last few years. And also, hopefully, we might plant some seeds in your brain for what you might watch through 2020. But also, if you guys, after listening to this show, have got any ideas with regards to what you think we might enjoy, yep. then please do tell us because we're always looking for new things. Yeah. It's sort of a shame in, in a way. If you think about it, the world has changed. So I'll start doing my shoes as I'm talking. The world's changed because think about it, when we were young, great TV can shows. Can you get down there to the I floor can. to do your laces? Too much I know you turkey struggle. and stuffing. Um, in our day, growing up, do you remember, Kay, when TV shows were on at a particular time? Yeah. And you had to watch it at that time. Oh, you missed it, that was it. I'm talking pre-videos. Me too. Yes. I remember getting our first video recorder, so yeah. Do you remember how challenging it was to set a video recorder? Um, we had to get the channel right. You yes. had to set the time you right. You had to set the time. Yes, that's right. But then how many times in your life did you set everything perfectly? And it didn't and then, work. And then you get home. No, no, it worked. Oh, and they changed the programme or something. But there was a news bulletin. Yeah, and it being delayed. And, and the TV show shuts off ten minutes before it finishes. End. Yeah. And there's yeah, no reruns then. That. Gosh, yeah, I do remember that. Those happy and heady days. <laughs> Look, folks, I now have my shoes on. So let's get out on this walk and let's start breaking down what are the ingredients to a great TV show. We walk. I think it might just be because I'm guessing quite a few people, when we said it was Boxing Day at the start of the show, mm. will have thought, "What's Boxing Day?" 
Maybe so. Well, I know that that is exactly the case. Right. So, Boxing Day, the earliest reference to Boxing Day was from Samuel Pepys in 1663 yeah. where he wrote a one of his books one of his short stories and he referenced the receiving of christmas boxes from the rich mm-hmm. to i mean i think it's unfair to call them the poor they would most certainly have been poor because yeah. they were the servants yeah but it wasn't just the servants in your household that received christmas boxes if you were maybe a poulterer a poulterer. Do you like my use of... Yes, I was, yes. I've been reading A Christmas Carol, yes. so that word came up. So it's like a, a butcher's. Yeah, so maybe you're the butcher's and you've done a great job all year supplying lovely meat yep. to, you know, the, the, the more wealthy than you. Yeah. At Christmas, they would come in and they would give you a Christmas box. Mm-hmm. So that's where the terminology... Oh, look, would you believe We're gonna it? We're going to see Steve again. Exactly the same time. Oh, my word. That's where the terminology for... Boxing Day comes from. Yeah. But with regards to it being on the 26th. Hello, Steve. How are you doing? Steve, we're always meeting you in this spot. I know. know. (laughs) He won't have the parcel, will he? No. I've left a note on the door because I'm expecting a parcel by the man who comes in a van. I had an email. Is that what he's called? Pat. Oh, his name's not Pat. Like Postman Pat. No, but he's got the guy in the white van. If right. I see him, I'll take the parcel off him and I'll put it Cool, in cool. Thank you. Thanks, it's quite, mate. If I see you, it's quite yes. a big saucepan. That's all right, it's no problem. Oh, okay. Well, Thank the you. faster we go, the quicker we're back. We might oh, okay. catch him. We might cool. catch him. Cool. All right, mate. Take care. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. See you later. So, that's the sort of history of where the whole boxing bit comes from. Yeah. The 26th is what we referenced, I think, when we spoke about this before. It was specifically related to the servants who worked hard on Christmas Day, like at Downton, mm. serving all the food and people having a lovely time. And on Boxing Day, they got the day off. Yeah. So that's the, the two sort of customs got combined. Yeah. And that's how we get the term Boxing, boxing day. day. Yeah. It was the day when, if you weren't the Lord of the Manor, that's really when you were celebrating Christmas. Right. So that's when we'd have been celebrating. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Who would you have been in Downton, do you think? Oh, gosh, who would I have been? Oh, oh, I know. I know who I'd have been. I'd be Mrs Hughes. Would you? Organising everything, keeping everything running smoothly. Oh, yes. I'm going to be... I like her sitting room as well. I'm going to be Mr Molesley. Oh, Mr Molesley. He's fabulous. He's an absolute legend. Yes. And it's sort of perfect that we pick up on Downton, because if you want to talk about the ultimate TV show, I think it's Downton. It's brilliant, isn't Don't it? You? Yeah, we've been re-watching it the past two, three months probably, in yeah. an evening, just watching maybe half an hour, because Bryony's really been enjoying it, so we've watched it from the beginning. We're on about series five now, I think. Yeah, it is just tremendous. I mean, it's so well-paced. It's so funny. And, you know, there's drama. No bad language. No. You know, Nothing sort of embarrassing that makes you want to turn it no. off. No. It's just... It's, you know, every life experience that you could probably have, yes. isn't it? Yes. Yeah, and I think... I said this to you a few weeks ago, but I'm... I mean, I enjoyed it the first time, but I absolutely love it this I'm time. I'm loving it this time, and I think it's probably because we're watching it all together. 
Yeah. And I think when you watch anything as sort of like a little group of people, yeah, it's just nicer, isn't it? Because one person will see something another one doesn't, and you know, one person will find something funny that another one doesn't, or you might have missed it. And it's family experiences. Yeah. And that that sort of event TV is sort of a thing of the past because event TV I think and you know disagree with me if you think I'm wrong but surely event TV was pre the ability to watch things on demand yes when the t- like we said at the start of the show the TV show is on at this time and all the family wants to watch it yeah, so yeah. they will every week sit down yeah. at the same time to watch it I remember Doctor Who was one of the things we always used to watch when it was um, Tom Baker right Always used to watch that. Peter Davison was my doctor. Yeah, I liked him as well. I, I, I've got to say though, Doctor Who was n- was this. never a thing for me. Yes, Doctor Who was never a thing for me. No, I wasn't mad on it. Um, was it, it your brother that was? Probably, well, I don't think he was mad on it either. It was just, you know, back in the day, there wasn't that much really to watch in terms of channels. Well, when Tom and Baker was And it was just was one of those on, things that was better than other things. That's probably pre-Channel 4. Probably. It's probably more than probably. I think it's definitely pre-channel four. Right. So then there would have been three channels. Yeah. And also, I think when that was the case, the quality, it seemed, I mean, maybe we're wrong. Maybe, you know, you look through rose-tinted glasses, but I think the quality of what was on back then was better. Yeah, I'd say that's definitely the case. Because it was sort of... Because there's so much now. Yeah. So, you know, it's like, you know, you're spreading spreading it so thin that there's such a huge amount of total rubbish as well that's made oh there is yeah and i think that's why it then makes it all the more challenging to find something really entertaining that because i can't stand wasting that period of time that we spend you know if there's nothing to watch it's like oh my goodness The question is this, what are your ingredients to a great TV show? I know where I would start. Yeah. I don't really enjoy, is it, um, what is it, like what CSI used to be, where you have a cast of characters and each episode is a whole new story. Is that a serial? Um, or is that, I mean, it's what I would call formulaic TV. Right, yeah. It's basically exactly the same, but a different story, if you know the, what I mean. The, the, there's two approaches, isn't there, to TV show making. There's one where it's an ongoing story, yeah. which every episode takes another few steps forward. Yeah. And then there's the other approach, which I think used to... It's funny how tastes change, because, you know, if you go back 15, 20 years, I think the majority of the things which people were loving... Because CSI was huge, wasn't it? Oh, it was. We used to watch that a lot, didn't we? Absolutely. And what was there, three of them? New York, Las Vegas. New York and Miami. And Miami. Yeah. We we loved Miami, didn't we? Yeah, David Caruso. New York was very good, though. Well, they all were. They were all very good. Gil Grissom. He was the best. Oh, he was great, yeah. Sort of early days, William Patterson. Yes. Was just stupendous. Yeah, a great actor. But I wouldn't enjoy watching that now. Because of the sort of content. 
because of no, the way it, it works. Like that. No, 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 because of the way it works. I want to watch something which is bringing me back for the next episode. Right, so all the it, shows... it all follows through. Yeah. Like Down, Downton, for example, it's yeah. like a continuation of this, a long story yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. I, definitely for me, and you know, do say if you think otherwise, or if it's not one of your ingredients, but one of the key ingredients for me for a great TV show is a story which is not formulaic. It's, it's flowing on, taking a step forward every yeah, episode. Yeah, well, I'd agree with that, yeah. Yeah. So, thinking about the things which we've enjoyed, if I was to ask you, for one of your top five TV shows of all time right now, what do you think you would say? Well, Downton would be one of them, just because we've been talking about it, it's in my head. But that would have been one of them. I really loved Cranford. Right. Absolutely loved Cranford. Thought that was just fantastic series. That was very short, wasn't it? It wasn't very long at all, no. I mean, I remember it's they did... It's such a shame. They did that Christmas special once. Yeah. But it was, you know, really quite short. But it was brilliant, and I don't know why... Maybe because I think it was based on books, wasn't it? Yeah, so I think that's exactly it. I think they exhausted yeah, the story. Exhausted the story, Once yeah. you've exhausted the story, Nowhere that, that's else it you've done for. So you would put that top five, would you? Well, I, I really loved it. Right. But it's hard for me to think because I'd, I'd have to, I can't think of all the things I've watched that I like. I would need some some notice to think about it. Well, I've given you notice, and we'll come back to you later. All right. So you can have a, just have a think for another one that you've enjoyed. Right, okay. In the last, well, throughout your whole life. Right, okay. I, I would think, for me, um, probably the first one that I would say is 24. Oh, yeah. Definitely. You see, now you've said that, I've thought of it, but I just really struggle thinking of them myself. Well, 24, for me, uh, it, it's sort of the ultimate. I think that might be the man who's got my pass. <laughs> 24 for me, I think, was just the, the ultimate. And I don't know if that was the start of this sort of move away from your sort of CSI type programs where it was, you know, those compact 60 minute stories yeah, into yeah. something. I mean, the beauty of 24 was, my goodness, it couldn't be more forward driving, could it? No, it was very fast paced, wasn't it? Which I just loved. And I think it was just different at the time. There'd never been anything like that. Something that was filmed in real time. What you... And I don't think there's any, been anything since, has there? No, there hasn't. There hasn't. And, you know, I really miss it. And I actually did enjoy... I think we both enjoyed... You know, you, you miss Jack Bauer because... Oh, 24, Jack Bauer. I know. 24 Fabulous. sort of was Jack Bauer. It was. But I did enjoy that new season that they did. Which one was that? Well, don't, don't worry, because right, you okay. probably won't remember. But it, it was a shortened version. They didn't... This is, you see, this is oh, where you start yeah. to go wrong. The, the, the TV studio would only pay for 12 episodes. Oh, that's right, yeah. Well, if you're going to do work, 24... Really. Just, no, no. It's, the whole point of it was that it was 24 hours. I suppose they could have changed it to 12. 12. But, <laughs> perhaps yeah. people wouldn't have engaged with it quite so much. No. But it clearly didn't do well enough because it never came back. They were testing out the idea, right. I think, with a new guy in the lead role. Yeah, and I did enjoy it, you know. There was, yeah, it was, but it was lacking, I think, wasn't it? Well, it's definitely lacking. But 
the original 24 is definitely in my top five. And you would probably say it's in yours as well. I would, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that the West Wing. Oh, I was just going to say that. Yeah. I was just about to say, I've just thought of one and you've just said it. Well, the, the, the West Wing, I think we've probably watched about three times. Yeah, we have, I'm sure. And I still get sort of stunned, which is silly really. But, you know, it's one of those programmes which you just assume that everyone's watched. But it's just not the case. Really? You know, I, I can think of someone... I, I presume that as well. Well, it, it, it isn't just the case, and I think it well, is... Well, if you haven't watched it, if you're listening, go watch it. Definitely, because, you know... It's brilliant. It, it sort of drops off a bit, I think, in... Oh, is it season six? It's the one, it, it drops off when Rob Lowe disappears. That's very true. And then it improves again. Because we weren't keen on that fellow who kind of replaced him, the one with the glasses. I can't remember his name it's now. Called, well, the actor's called Joshua Molina. That's it. I, I don't know what it was about it. I mean, the funny thing is, the reason why Rob Lowe left that series was because he claimed that, and this is probably true, he claimed that he was supposed to be the lead character. Oh, really? And that when he, he was not the lead character. When he signed up to do the show, that's how they'd sold it to him. And over the course of the seasons, he felt that he'd become less and less important. And that's the reason why, supposedly, he, he left the show. And, uh, you know, it, it's funny that whilst we're saying he wasn't the lead character, it lost something when he left. Yeah. And. It did improve, actually. I think it improved loads when Jimmy Smith came into it. Yeah, he was great. The, 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 the president. I can't remember what the, that new president was called. Oh, and remember. we were sort of hoping. And I know that it's always just fans who do this, but there's always like whisperings, oh yeah, yeah, they're going to bring it back, they're going to do another season with him as president. No, it never happened. Because he would have been just stupendous. He would, actually, yeah. Oh my goodness. And, you know, just again, like Downton, but so different. But every sort of emotion involved in the show, I thought. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, it, it really was just very, yeah, very dramatic. But moments, then also didn't funny. With, oh, very funny, yeah. And it just. And the, you know, the. I think the best thing about it was the the cast. They they seem to all just gel, you know. They yeah. they just seem to have a mixture of actors who yeah. just worked brilliantly well together. They also seem to know the ones who didn't work well and got rid of them pretty quickly. Because if you remember in the first season, oh, that woman. There was that woman who was she like was Josh. Rubbish. <laughs> jo Josh's ex-girlfriend. Yeah. She lasted one season she and was then a very was just gone. Character, I think. Yeah. He's supposedly, Aaron Sorkin is supposedly the, the guy in charge of, the, of that programme. He's a real sort of cold, you know, business-minded. Right. If someone's not working, They're get him out. Gone. Get him out. <laughs> so, West Wing, definitely. But I think the, the show... So, so far for me, I'm definitely saying... Uh, I would agree, Downton, 24, yeah. West Wing. Yeah. But then comes one which I would never have guessed that I would say it was in my top five, and it might be my number one, and that's The Sopranos. Oh, gosh, brilliant. And you'd watched it when I it had. first came out. I did, I did. 
and I had. And I'd, I'd said to you for years we should watch The Sopranos because it's brilliant, and you were just like, won't enjoy that. Yeah, I just thought I'm just not going to enjoy that. I'm not interested in that. And I think this is the mistake which a lot of people make. You look at a show, you consider what the subject matter is, and you you never bother to think about the human element mm, mm. and that for me is what the sopranos is yeah it's a story about people caught up yeah, in, no. in a system yeah and actually and the system just happens to be the mafia yes yeah, yes it's true but i don't think i've enjoyed anything quite so much yeah oh, you know and it is violent there are there are parts of it that are violent. It's not you know, anywhere near as violent, not, though, as, say, Dexter. No, that's in a different way entirely. But it's not violent for the sake of it. No. It's when it's relevant to the story. There was no points in that, because I think I'm fair... I don't think... I mean, I don't know, you know, you, you might say otherwise, but I don't think I enjoy watching things which are remotely offensive in a violent way or in a, I don't want to say the word, but put it this way, one of the TV shows that we watched five minutes of and turned off immediately, what was it, Kay? Game of Thrones. Correct, I knew you'd know. <laughs> Not for me. That I found offensive. Oh, my word. And also, parts of Outlander were absolutely oh. horrific. And whilst I really enjoyed the concept of Outlander, I thought it was unnecessary to have some of the scenes that were in it. Yeah. Um, and it just wasn't for me at all. Perhaps that's one of those things where it was just the wrong thing to make into a TV show. Because I think in a book form... Oh, it wouldn't have been as bad, I don't think, reading it. Because I don't think it ever is, is it? Because you're not visually seeing it. No, I think it's in your head, isn't and it? And I also, I don't know how it was written, because I never read the books. Right. So I don't know how those scenes were written. Yeah. Because you never know really how the screenwriters have decided to transfer it. Yeah. And, you know, you, you want, I, I've always sort of wondered how suddenly a, a TV show like Game of Thrones could get so popular. Because it just seemed so... I mean, maybe this is the reason why, because it was so different to anything. Probably, and I, I, I don't know what it's about, and I don't know anything about it, really. But is it sort of slightly fantasy? Well, or? it's out-and-out out fantasy. It's, it's, right. It's Seven Kingdoms or something or other. And yeah, you see, it's a bit too... And, I'm it's not Lord in, of the Ringsy. I'm not, I don't like Lord of the Rings, so... No, me neither. It's not my, my genre, really, that kind of, that kind of thing. But I, I suspect the reason... Game of Thrones was popular was probably the same reason Outlander was popular yeah. was because there were handsome men in it right um, and it was quite fruity <laughs> I, I, honestly I do think that's why oh squirrel we got an, oh, look, he's got he's got a, a nut in his mouth <laughs> I wonder cute. what type of nut that was I wonder couldn't get more festive than that <laughs> my goodness stay warm little fella hey, what's that person doing fishing that's cool. Don't scare the fish away. How 
amazing is that, folks? We just walked by a fisherman sat by the river. Oh, and literally, as we came by, he caught a little fish. That's... I'm not even sure you're supposed to be fishing in this river. There's no signs that tell you not to. There aren't, that's so, true. You know, good luck to him. Yeah. A little sprat for tea. Yeah, it was a tiny <laughs> little fish, but it was a fish. So I've got uh, 24 Downton, the Sopranos. Oh, I forgot the fourth one that I said. 20, oh, the West Wing. Mm. So I've got one more TV show. And this is where it's, it does start to get a little bit harder for me. Dallas. Mm, I wouldn't put that in my top five. Oh, I wouldn't, but my goodness, I loved it. I used to watch it, yeah, and I used to enjoy it. I'm not sure I would say I loved it. I couldn't. I, mean, I used to watch Dynasty as well. Yeah, I couldn't stand that remake they did. Remake? They redid Dallas and... Uh, oh, I don't know that. Yeah, we watched a little bit of it. So clearly you didn't like it at all. I don't remember it at all. Well, we, we didn't carry on, so right. that, that probably answers the question <laughs> pretty clearly. Yeah, I can't remember. Was it called Dallas? Yes. Oh, yes. no memory of that. No, but the, the, the show that I loved, I mean, I loved it. And if it was repeated, I do think I would put it on, but I worry that I would hate it now because I think it would just be dated and horrible. I really like Quantum Leap. Never watched it. Well, you don't like the guy who is in the lead character. Do I not? No, Scott Bakula. Right. Although maybe I'm reading this wrong. Maybe I just had it in my head that you didn't like him. But I don't know why I wouldn't like him. I'm trying to think what we've seen with him in. Maybe I just didn't like Quantum Leap. I never watched it, so right. I, it mustn't have been something that I was interested in. Oh my word, I've just thought of an amazing series. Wow. Shall I tell you right now? Uh, no, shall I tell you? You're going to tell me what I've just thought of? Yeah. Right. You're gonna, you, this is going to be so annoying because he's going to say what I've got in my head right now. And this is definitely in your top five. It could well be your number one. Okay. And it's the Thornbirds. No, I wasn't going to oh, say that. But have I given you another one? But the Thornbirds was most excellent. <laughs> there you go. See, I've helped. You I've see, was that a series? That was more like a mini-series. That's still a series. That would still be categorised, right. I think, as a series. Oh, well, I did love the Thornbirds. And I think you would put that in your top five. Do you think you? so? You talk about it Gosh, a lot. I haven't watched it for years. Well... Oh, I would really like to watch that again. Richard Chamberlain was just so amazing in that role. Ugh, Even I recall watching that. Yeah. I don't really re remember it, but I know that it was on and, and... I remember it. I think, you see, I really enjoyed the... the kind of different aspects of Australia and then in the later, later episodes, he was in Rome, you know, because right. he got really high up in the church and... Right. I think the thing that I find interesting in that series is, you know, my mum is always talking about the lack of priests in the Catholic Church. Right. And she puts it down to, and she, I'm sure she's absolutely right, that they obviously can't get married. Right. And a lot of the story of the Thornbirds is based around that fact, you know, that yeah. he's battling against his love for this woman yeah. and also his love for the church. Yeah. And it's just a really interesting, just a really interesting thought, really. Yes. And, you know, my mum, who is devout Catholic, wishes that they would 
change the rules so that priests could get married. Yeah. Because you just can't see the point in this modern world that we live in, really. Right. Um, but that's obviously just her opinion. So everyone's on tenderhooks waiting to find oh, out yes. what the one you thought of it. Are you ready? Yes. This is a real blast from the past. And I don't even know whether you could even watch this anymore. But I loved Blake Seven. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my word. Blake I think you might Seven. be disappointed if you watch that now. I probably would. Which because is such a shame. It's going to look so dated, isn't it? Yeah. And obviously, it'll look completely like no technology has been involved. And I but I just I loved it. I loved that series. It definitely fits into the category of guilty pleasure. <laughs> well, don't you think? I think Quantum Leap also fits into that category too. It would when I tell everybody that I was in the Paul Darrow fan club. Why not? Why not indeed? He was the tasty dish. Oh my word, I loved Paul Darrow. I joined the old fashioned way by sending off a cheque yes. in the post yeah. and I got a signed photo back. Amazing. Lovely. It probably actually really was a signed photo too. It was a signed photo. That, I mean, that's good. That's you cool. could tell it was yes. actually signed, you know. I'm presuming it was him that signed it, but maybe I'm I being wouldn't... naive. No, no, I bet you he did. There was probably Back just then. about five members. I bet you there was more than so... that. It, it was a popular programme. It was a popular programme, yeah. And it's funny that you enjoyed that so much because, although it's not funny at all when Spacey, you consider how much you love Star Wars. Things, yeah. yeah. But you knew, you just would think, wouldn't you, that it wouldn't, I certainly wouldn't guess that, you know, you would throw out there as one of your top TV shows, a space show. Really? Well, I think it's... I love spacey things. I know, I know, but you know, I don't think from the outside that's what people would perceive that you right. would enjoy. okay. Which is tremendous. And I, re I'm, I remember watching Blake 7. Mm. I suspect it was reruns. I don't know, I mean, when was it on originally? Oh, gosh. Oh, I don't... It must have been, like, 80s, early 80s, do you think? Gosh, it if looks... I'd, I was in the fan club when I was probably, you know, a teenager, 14 maybe, right. 50. And I'm that would have been now. the early 80s. I remember the ship. Yes. I mean, that's just classic. It's got lots of balls on it, hasn't it? There's like, isn't there like straight bits with like... Gosh. What was it called? I'm just trying to think what it was called now. I, I, I mean, this is I, terrible that I can't I'm remember. I'm thinking some sort of bird type No, there was a computer on it. And I think the computer was called Aurac. Right. I seem to remember. Right. If the name sounds of the like something that you use for mouth ulcers. <laughs> if the ship's name comes back to me, then I will say. You'll be currently accessing the deep recesses yeah. of your brain to remember. And whilst you're doing that, I have thought of a fifth. Okay. And I knew I would because, you know, you, you watch so many things through your life. We did enjoy watching Six Feet Under. We did. But That's true. It was a bit weird. It was a bit weird. The ending was very, very, very weird indeed. We don't speak of that. No. We speak of all the other episodes. Look at that little squirrel. Oh, he's got a nut too. Look at you. Oh my goodness. But he's got an acorn, hasn't he? I mean, literally, folks, he is. Well, I could poke him with this brolly if I tried. Oh, which that I is won't the do. sweetest thing I've ever seen. He's just sat on a branch. <laughs> he's nibbling his around nut. the outside. Is he's he actually like, eating it? He is, no, isn't he? No, he's taking off the outer bit. All oh, right, okay. But he can't eat the shelly bit. He's taking that off. Right. Look, and the bits are dropping on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now he's just nibbling the nut inside. <laughs> 
Oh he sat on his back two legs on a branch about ooh, six yeah. and a half foot up on he a is, little tree in the park. He's lovely, but of course he's grey and they got it rid just of all saddens the me. There's very few actually red squirrels in this country any longer because the, the grey ones... They reintroduce them to certain areas, haven't they? And yeah, there's quite a lot in Scotland and there's some in the Lake District. Right. We'll but they're very, the very year. timid that you very rarely will see a red squirrel because they're incredibly timid. Yeah. And I think grey squirrels are kind of much more used to humans, aren't they? Do you know what that makes me think of? That great TV show that was on years ago. In fact, was it ever even on the telly? It must have been on the telly. Parky the Pika. Oh, stop it. Percy the Park Keeper. Yeah, Bryony couldn't say it when she was really little. She used to call it Parker the Pika. Wasn't that what she said? Uh, Parky Park. the Beaker. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, it was huge. so beautifully drawn. Oh, really beautiful. Yeah, the books are gorgeous. It was a lovely show. Percy the Park Keeper. But definitely, and this is definitely in my top five, is The Good Wife. Oh gosh, yeah, we really enjoyed The Good Wife. And we only watched that very recently. It, 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 literally, the end of last year. Yeah, yeah. No, this year. The end of this year. Oh yes, sorry. Yes, we we've are. literally only just I know, finished we're watching it. Ahead of ourselves, aren't we? It is such an entertaining program. It's really good. With yeah. some great characters. Yeah. Alan Cumming is so great. Amazing. He he made it for me. Yeah, he did. He was fantastic. It's interesting saying that actually because I know that off the back of The Good Wife he got another TV show. Right. So perhaps that's one that we should maybe look at. Mm in 2020 you know, and his American accent was amazing wouldn't you hear him talk normally yeah because he's got a strong Scottish accent he really did and he just sounded completely American it's such just a, brilliant such a great character that he played as well but to be fair there was an awful lot of great casting in it because I did think I thought that Mr Big was great he was great yeah you know, and I didn't dislike him I know what he did was wrong well, I, I think that's well, I what made the programme so him. clever. Mm. Because it was difficult to dislike it was difficult the person to which him. you yeah. should, in the course of the storyline, dislike. You should. And to be fair, that's probably much more closer and, to And it. actually, I couldn't stand Alicia. No. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I just thought she was really unpleasant. Well, she, she wasn't that nice of a mum, it felt. No, uh, I don't uh, think she was a nice... She'd never... Things... I understand in the, it's the situation, you know, she had to go back to work and all of that, but I don't know, it just, some of the stuff that happened just felt wrong. Neil, we had quite the moment the other day. Did we? Because <laughs> it is, of course, Christmas time, and a film that I do love at Christmas is The Family Man. Oh, yeah. And whilst this isn't an episode of the radio show about films, we will do one of those in future. I enjoyed watching that film so much. So did I. You know, it, it's such a great film because you can. It's the I, message within the film, isn't it? The message is just great. You know, it, it really does. It exudes all the things which, you know, anyone who's listened to all the episodes of the, the radio show exudes all of those types of sort of things. You know, that it's all about time and family and yeah. you know yeah. taking care of the important things in life. And what I love about it too is it's a great film to watch any time of the year. Because whilst Christmas 
is part of the story. It's, it's not, not like... No, it's no. not a Christmas film as such, I don't think. No, it's not like National Lampoons, which would just feel... It would feel weird watching, watching that it in, in, in June, yeah. <laughs> but we're watching that film, and one of the characters in that film is so sweet. Oh, it's the little girl, if the, you've watched the it. The daughter. She's called Annie. She's got the sweetest New York City yeah. accent ever. Oh my word. And Brilliant. We're, we're, we're sat there watching the film and it's all really great. And then the, the credits roll at the end. Yeah. And I see the name Mackenzie Vega. Yeah. And I said, I know that name. And our daughter Bryony was immediately on the case. Yeah. And she was Alicia Florrick's daughter in The Good Wife. She was. <laughs> She was Grace Florrick. I was nearly tearing up. We couldn't believe it. Because actually, when you think about it, when you think about the little girl that was in the film, you can actually see it's her. You totally can. And just thinking about I don't think anything we've ever watched, there's never been a moment in it like the moment where... We won't say who the character is in The Good Wife, just in case you go and watch it. Because mm. it would be a shame to spoil it, wouldn't it, for people? Yes. Yeah. But in the course of that show, and we're not normally into this type of thing when this happens, but they kill off one of the characters. Oh, gosh, it was the worst thing. We were just... We couldn't, we could, we couldn't even speak. <laughs> Can't even speak thinking about it now. We were just sat watching it, watching it, watching it, and then... All of a sudden, this thing happened, and we just looked at each other. And we went, they can't be dead. <laughs> what? And, you know, we, we did this for about 15 minutes until we realised, because at first I'm like, no, she'll be dreaming, she'll be this, she'll be that. No, that person... It's, what, what, what made me laugh about it was we totally went through all those different stages yeah. of, of the group process. Denial, yeah, acceptance, yeah. We did, yeah. we did. all of those things. Oh, it was terrible. It was, it was just hilarious. But I think and that's were, a reflection on how well-structured yeah, that program we, we was. We were really attached to this character. Yeah. And he was one of the key characters as well. Yeah. And normally in TV shows, when that happens, it sort of winds me up because it feels like a cheap trick. Mm. I mean, I know it's life, but it just, it's happened so often over the years that, you know, I, I, I normally don't enjoy it. But in this case, whilst it was horrendous, I'm sort of glad it happened in the way it happened because it just created a moment which we will never forget. Mm. And that for me, actually, when you think about it, that's what you want from TV shows. Yeah. But I think we're doing good work here, Kay, because I think what we've done there is I'd spotted that show with Alan coming in it. Yeah. And, I mean, do you think that sounds like a good plan for it something to pick well, up? Well, it depends on what it's about, I suppose. The thing is, though, it's a difficult one, isn't it? Because, yeah, I mean, I suppose, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, I mean it, if it's some, like, Lord of the Rings goblins no, type no, no. thing, I'm not going to like it. No, it's not at all. Right. It's just... I think he's just playing an American guy again. Oh, right. Okay. And you would, you would hope, given he got it off the back of his sort of strength of character in The Good Wife, you would hope that they're going to pick up on all the things that made him so great in that show. Mm. Gosh, I remember him in... Uh, he, he was a villain in a Bond film. My goodness, he was good. I can imagine that, yeah. He was so great. It was a confused programme. It was a Pierce Brosnan Bond film. Oh, I think I 
don't remember. Do you know what? I think it might be Die Another Day. Right. I think he wasn't the main villain. He was like the sidekick mm. of the villain. And he was only a young sort of Scottish actor then. Mm. And he, you know, he speaks in his normal voice in that. Right. And you really do... It's interesting talking about accents, actually, because the other guy who I think does a great American accent and who it just blows my mind when I hear him speak normally is Gerard Butler. Oh, yeah, he's very Irish, isn't he? Oh, it's so funny. Yeah. And, you know, when you... I wonder if American accents are easier to do than others. Uh, I don't know. I don't know either. Because there's so many parts to America... Yeah, you can sound deep south or you can sound more. Also. I know that people that are in like in the north sound sort of Canadian and Canadians have got a real twang, haven't yeah, they, yeah. some of them. I love their accent. I just wonder if 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 we were Americans, would we think that Gerard Butler's Sounded American accent American. is good? That's so a good perhaps point. this is where some of our listeners need to come in and you tell us. You need to tell us whether you're convinced by these people's American accents. Yeah, we need to know. <laughs> because... You would think, wouldn't you, given the amount of different sort of variations there is in the different states and cities and all mm, across America, mm. when someone does, tries to do an American accent, do they end up doing about five different, different places? Yeah. Which it would be impossible for someone to have. Well, I think, well, do you know what? It's all fibs. It's all fibs. I'm concerned because we're currently watching a TV show called The Manifest. Oh, yeah, it's good. Which is pretty good. We also, I do think we should watch. I stopped it because I just felt, I don't know. I spent half the time when we were watching something thinking, is Kay getting this? <laughs> <laughs> because if you're not, I'm not interested sometimes in watching it. I don't know, sometimes I'd, I can tell pretty soon. Into we watched that first series of Jack me. Ryan. Yes. And you did. enjoyed it. I did. So there's no reason why. No, I'm sure I like that. Because we started watching it and I just didn't, I didn't know if I felt that you weren't getting it or something. That's the oh, reason right. why I sort of swung away from it. I can't remember. It's I was, a little bit I probably ago. putting words in your mouth, to be honest. So we should definitely give that one a go, shouldn't we? Yeah. Yeah. But after that, think, and it's not very long that season. It's only like eight episodes. Right. After that, things start to get tricky. Because so, we need something new. Well, this is it. And, you know, you, you spend, or I certainly feel like I spend, you spend so much time you're looking at things like Amazon Prime and, you know, searching all over the place, yeah. trying to find something decent. And, you know, then when you do find something decent, because we really enjoyed Luther. We did. But then that fifth season. Mm, it, it was got too dark for me. It did. I didn't enjoy it. We didn't we only watched a couple of episodes. The same thing happened with the affair, didn't it? Gosh, yeah, there was an we started watching that recently and Although again that was a bit I don't know what series it was. Five, right. Five, yeah. No, four, it was season four. And I had to stop watching it. And then I did start watching a bit of season five and it just went crazy because right. they were like time travelling and all sorts. Right. Really bonkers. How far have you gone? 2.09. And here's hoping. We've made it back, folks. And Kay was expecting a parcel. Yes, and it doesn't look like it's arrived unless there's a note through the door saying... Cross everything. Yeah. Is there a note through the door? Let's see. No, so Thank I haven't goodness. missed it. I haven't missed it. So when was it due? The 
between 9.45 and 1.45. So it should and it's come. it's now 1.35. It's going to come in the next 10 minutes. It's going to come in the next 10 minutes. If you believe that, you'll believe anything. Or it'll Although, be late. It'll be fascinating if it does. <laughs> Place your bets. So folks, we have made it home. And we would definitely love your recommendations for any TV shows that you've watched over the years that you think we might enjoy because there's so much good stuff. Things like The Sopranos, which I didn't watch. It must have been at least 10 years after it came out, wasn't it? More than that. Yeah, that for me is the one. If you haven't seen that, I would strongly advise that you go and watch that. And the person I'm thinking of who's not seen The West Wing also hasn't seen The Sopranos. Everybody's different at the end of the day, and some people like some things, some people like other things, but I just can't believe The Sopranos is so great. It is really great. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. a brilliant show. So please, give us your recommendations as we venture into this new year, and that brings us nicely on to the next time you'll hear from us, because we will be back, not in two weeks, but next week. Will we? We will indeed. We're starting off the year with an extra show. We've just shifted around production of the shows a little bit just for you guys at home so we could be with you not only the day after Christmas but also the day after New Year's Day Gosh. so we'll see you on the 2nd of January 2020 Wow! my goodness when we'll be talking about the new year and all the lovely things that we have planned Gosh! so please folks keep enjoying I hope you're having a lovely time a restful time yes and we will see you in a week's time for the next episode of the radio show see you soon bye, bye. the Bakery Bears radio show is brought to you by Bakery Bear Productions and is made possible by our Bakery Bear patrons find out how you can join our Bakery Bear community access more of what we do and keep the show on air by visiting www.bakerybears.com forward slash listen forward slash